0: one one two three hello and welcome to the people powered green left podcast where we give a voice to the 99 and not the big corporations if you think this project is important please consider becoming a supporter today now on to our latest episode today we will bring you the presentation by nilofer koch at the recent eco-socialism 2022 conference in australia nilofer's talk was on the topic nato and the kurdish freedom struggle she is a spokesperson for the Commission on Foreign Relations of the Kurdistan National Congress. So, first of all, first of all, I would like uh, to thank you to the Green Left for the continuing solidarity with the Kurdish people. Um, exactly the reason why um, the Kurds are now in a very critical stage is behind the slogan "Jinjian Azadi," which gives new hope for the all the people who are pressed in the Middle Eastern region. And as we have seen, uh, as it became a kind of medicine for the people uh, in Iran, for all the people led by the Kurdish women and the Kurdish people, and it's now spreading all around Iran and also become turned to a global um, solidarity with the uh, move for women of women uh, for freedom. Uh, I must tell you uh, because of uh, philosophy behind Xinjiang Azad, the, the Kurdish people are now uh, in a very critical stage because after the summit of the NATO in Madrid, a new decision was taken. Um, that decision was that uh, whatever its cost, uh, the NATO state will keep continuing to support Turkey. So uh, in case of Finland and Sweden, there was a bargaining. Um, between Turkey and this both both of the countries supported by the U.S. saying, okay, we will keep a blind eye for the interest of Turkey by by sacrificing the Kurds. You have to know that uh, Turkey has uh, now uh, eight months left. In these eight months, in these eight coming months, Turkey has to solve the Kurdish problem. And the Turkish President Erdogan is clear how to solve the Kurdish problem by committing ethnic cleansing because uh, Erdogan's dream is to implement the national oath from 1921. And this means to get back many of the former territories of the Ottoman Empire, which have been given to uh, Iraq and Syria in 1923. So it's called uh, the Lausanne treaty, which, was, which is the treaty, according to this treaty, the current borders of Middle East has been drawn. But the problem in the Lausanne treaty is not that Kurdistan was divided amongst four states. The main problem and the main threat was that Kurds have been denied. So there's no, in, in, the, in the terms of articles of the Lausanne treaty, there's no mention that in this territory of, of Middle East, there are existing people called the Kurds. So by denying the Kurds, by annihilating the Kurds, green light was given to the new established states of Turkey, Iran, Iraq, Syria to continue with ethnic cleansing genocides against the Kurds. Erdogan is now updating this policy, particularly since the turmoil in the Middle Eastern areas, beginning with the Arab Spring and then later on with the revolution in North and East Syria and Rojava, he says that many states in Middle Eastern areas are weak. So I have now the right time to get back the, what they have stolen from me, the land, which was given to Iraq and Syria. He want to become this land lands back. And these are northern part of Iraq is southern Kurdistan and northern part of uh, Syria, it's Rojava. So this is now the current uh, policy or the current goal of the Erdogan regime. Uh, to get back, to occupy two parts of Kurdistan, getting them, uh, annexing them to the Turkish territory. So it's Rojava and Southern Kurdistan. But against this occupation, there's also a big, uh, very, very uh, historical resistance. So the, the fighters of the PKK are preventing Turkey to occupy this part of Kurdistan. For that reason, Erdogan regime is, committing crime of war crimes by using chemical weapons, for example. Since April this year, Turkish, Turkish army is using systematically um, chemical weapons to weaken the guerrilla the resistance. It's a kind of similar strategy like what happened to the Tamils in Sri Lanka in 2009. You remember firstly, the Tamil Tigers have been weaked have been, the the commanders have been killed by by use of high-tech nanotechnology of military. Afterwards, in just four months, they have killed 80,000, between 80 and 200,000 Tamets. So Erdogan wants to commit uh, the same strategy now, to implement the same strategy against the Kurds. Uh, And indeed, he has a green light from the NATO because um, particularly the US and other uh, imperialist states are uh, not happy with the solution led by uh, the PKK, implemented by the PKK, but philosophically uh, led by Abdullah Öcalan, the philosophy of Jinjian Azadi, which includes democratic confederalism, coexistence of diversity, um, social economy, uh, let's say a ground of democratic socialism, complete to say, summarizing this, means democratic socialism, which is implemented or what is behind women's life, freedom. Jinjian answered there's nothing else than democratic socialism. So the US is seeing this as an obstacle for their own solution to the Middle Eastern region. So Kurdistan became now for the region a kind of center of democratic socialism led by women's freedom, because the women are accepted as the proletariat of the century. So the women question is a conflict area, but also the area of solution. Uh, and that's why the U.S. say, well, I will use the NATO. I will, I will use Turkish membership in the NATO uh, to prevent this new alternative for the region. So this is the ideological background why Turkey is getting green light from the U.S. and why it was again uh, recommended in the last uh, NATO summit. So Turkey was taken as a member uh, to the NATO in 1952. To prevent the influence of the Soviet Union because Turkey's Turkish geopolitical uh, location was close to the Soviet Union so Turkey became a wall like the Berlin Wall uh, to become a wall so to prevent the influence from east to west or the so- uh, Soviet Union's real socialist influence to Turkey and then uh, to west. So the, Erdogan now is Gaining from this look, geopolitical uh, location since the, in, the, in the last NATO summit, China, Russia, and Iran have been described as the new enemies, as, the, as, the, as those who are, uh, let's say, uh, not comfortable for neoliberalism. The states have similar characters, uh, like the, the oligarchic oligarchy, uh, economic model, uh, not open for neoliberalism according to the interests of the U.S. So the, that's why Ukraine become, become a buffer zone to attack uh, Russia. So now uh, to Taiwan, they want to uh, somehow politically surround China. And uh, in Iran, there are different methods to surround Iran and to become Iran under control of the NATO. And after the, after the summit in Madrid, it becomes clear that uh, all the members, the armies of the member states of the NATO becomes a kind of global army of the U.S. So in these, Turkey, as as one of the member states, is playing a key role for the NATO interests, or the U.S. interests in the Middle East. So because there are a lot of regimes, and the U.S. started to redesign the area after the first Gulf War, and uh, designing. Some states have been designed by through, uh, by the use of military um, military aggression like in, in, in Iraq in, in then in Syria in Libya, in Yemen everywhere is turmoil, everywhere is a chaos in the Middle East and the only partner which is uh, following the interest of the NATO was Turkey but then after the turmoil started and political vacuum is uh, coming up, Turkey said this is the right time for me to uh, take over the dream of Atatürk, the Turkish uh, state founder, he said, I couldn't achieve to implement the national oath by, by getting um, as much as possible from the former Ottoman Empire under the umbrella of the Turkish Republic. So he said, one day one will come and fulfill my dream. So this is not Erdogan. He says, I will become the second Atatürk by implementing the national oath, by getting the, the, the former territories of Ottoman Empire. The one is the Mosul province, which, which is today's Iraqi Kurdistan. So the second one is the province of Aleppo during the Ottoman time, uh, time uh, which is now today's uh, North and East Syria. Uh, for, 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 for realizing uh, this dream, uh, so the only, um, pro, uh, only obstacle the, is the Kurdish resistance. So, in this, Erdogan was bargaining with the NATO, with the U.S. saying, if you, do, if, you, if you don't accept to help me, then I will go to Putin, I will go to Iran, I will go to the Shanghai Cooperation Organization, and now also he's trying to become an observer in BRICS." So, uh, so, he's threatening the U.S. saying, uh, don't say anything, I will use every method to to implement ethnic cleansing against the Kurds. And ideologically, the US is okay, do this because I, I I'm also challenged by the alternative that the Kurds are playing in Middle East. So that, that's why we are really in a very, very critical stage and the months in the, the next eight months until the Lausanne Treaty, uh, 23rd, uh, 24th of July 2023. So this will be critical moments for the Kurds. Uh, that, that's why in the recent days, we have met, um, we planned a lot of actions in Europe, particularly uh, to, uh, to particularly to raise the issue of the use of chemical weapons. Because after I have seen the video footage uh, taken by the, the guerrillas in different Kurdish media, it was clear for me as a Kurd, well, if they would be able to defeat the guerrilla fighters, then I'm the next one. So, this is very clear, and every Kurd has to understand this as such, uh, understand the importance of the resistance which has, which has now continued since, the April, since April this year against Turkish occupation movement in Iraq, Kurdistan. So, we have to protect these uh, forces, otherwise we will be the next. So, if we, want, if we don't want to become like the Tamils with the Kurds, then uh, for national unity, resistance uh, under, the, under the umbrella of national unity. Unity must be happening everywhere, even in Australia. And second, of course, uh, we need uh, we need much, much more international solidarity support. We are trying since, since since beginning of the year. I personally have wrote several letters to the organization against uh, the use of chemical weapons, which is called OPCW. And the response is we just act if the state is applying so it doesn't mean we, 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 can, we can become victims because we are not a state so this is the truth of the century so you can say uh, you can you can just act you can ask for justice if you are a state but if the Kurds are asking for the state, they are becoming also a victim and now we say we can imagine to have a solution without changing of the borders without creating a Kurdish national state, but both sides we, we are becoming victims. So I wrote tens of letters to the to the hundred ninety-three members of the OPCW. I wrote several letters to the Executive Council of the OPCW, but the response is the same. We can't act unless one of the states is applying for that. We have sending several delegations, at least at least uh, the delegation of two experts from the IPPMV, the physician against nuclear uh, armaments, they have been in the region for a fact finding. So, and they find out there are strong s- signals that Turkey is using chemical weapons. And recently after watching the videos um, of the uh, affected guerrillas, the Turkish, the head of the Turkish Medical uh, Association, Professor Şebnem Kurulfincancı, she said because she's also the internationally known um, uh, forcenic uh, physician. She is arrested. She was arrested. She is arrested today. She's detained today because she said, "Well, after my uh, experiences, most probably Turkey has used nerve gas." So and uh, now since days Erdogan and his minister of defense, many of the government-led media are saying there's a lie. They're accusing. A, they're, 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 they're trying to manipulate the public, so they don't, they they say we are honorable, we have an honorable army, we never use chemical weapons, which is not true. And I say, if you don't use, if you say you don't use the chemical weapons, why don't you let an independent international fact mission to the region? So they should, might be that Kurd, the Kurdish side is, of course, one part of the conflict, but why don't you send international, Uh, fact-finding to find out what is the truth there. So this is very simple, the UN can do this, the European Union can do this, the Council of Europe can do this, even the Australian government can do this. So send the delegation, we want to find out the truth. Uh, I'm convinced that Turkey is using chemical uh, weapons because Turkey is committing war crimes, systematic uh, crimes against humanity, not just against the Kurds. even the, the islands of Greece are threatened now by Turkey because of this national oath, but what, what I try to explain. So, Turkey was using Azerbaijan against Armenians. Turkey is killing Kurdish politicians through drones in Rojava and in Iraqi Kurdistan. So, and using armed drones, killing uh, politicians, civilians, is also a war crime, because it's extra killing, it's murdering. So usually if you want to kill someone, execute someone as a state, you have to bring the people for the court. And then the, after the decision you can execute if you have the law of execution. But then they're targeting people, killing them without any court cases against them, with any charge against them. And this is also war crime. And then what's happening every day in the Kurdish occupied city of Athens, war crime. And what Turkey is playing in other countries by, using the Muslim communities against the other communities in each state, in, in India, in Pakistan, in, in, in the case of Kashmir, in, uh, in Bangladesh, in Malaysia, it's Turkey at such under Erdogan is a kind of destabilization power of the region and globally. So and NATO is keeping a blind eye because nobody is not taking care of the civilians, of the citizens, because we are in an area in a century when nation-states are just looking for their own benefit, interest. That's why I say if there's a unity amongst nation-states globally, then there must be a new movement of peace uh, amongst, the, amongst the people who are critical to the, to the hegemonial uh, system, currently system, and to those who are against the expansionism of NATO. So we have to come together to force a new movement, peace movement, against expansionist strategy of the NATO. And this can be happen when people see the Kurds as the primarily victims of the NATO currently, which is done by the, uh, by the, by the Turkish state as a key player of the NATO in the region. And we are now the first victims. And uh, if we want to stop Turkey, then uh, there must be a stronger solidarity with the Kurds against the NATO. That's for my part. Thank you for listening. I hope you got a lot out of this episode. To continue producing shows like this, we need your support. Consider becoming a supporter for $5 a month, sharing this show on social media, and submitting your own stories. You can do all this at our website, greenleft.org.au.